0: Mayor John Tory joins the show right now with a major announcement. John, welcome to the program. It's been a while. Good to have you on.
1: Yeah, thanks, Kelly. Glad to be here.
0: So what is the major announcement? Well, you
1: know, we've been, I think as listeners will know, we've been embarked on a series of transit debates for years. And uh, when the new provincial government got elected, they're not as new anymore, but when they did get elected, they indicated a clear intention to upload uh, our subway that we've worked so hard to build over the years uh, and uh, to uh, build some transit projects of their own. And I think that led to the possibility of years of more fighting and debating. Uh, So we agreed as a city council to sit down with them and see if we could come out with an agreement, and we did. And the agreement, in a nutshell, uh, provides for uh, transit getting built. It says that uh, the lines they've... Past laws saying they're going to build, like the Ontario line, which is uh, runs, it's a, it's a bigger version of the relief line, the Scarborough subway, which is long debated, uh, they're going to go ahead and build those. The good news for city taxpayers is they're going to be built, but they're going to be built without a financial contribution from city taxpayers, and that money will be freed up uh, to go into the state of good repair of the existing subway system, and also expansion projects like the Scarborough East uh, LRT, Eglinton East LRT. Um, and uh, so that, that really is the good news, no uploading, uh, money that will be made available to us instead of contributing to the expansion which the province and the federal government will pay for. That money will be available for repairs and other expansion projects like Scarborough East LRT uh, and we will have money for uh, doing the proper repairs of the existing system. So it's a historic agreement, it's good for Toronto and I think it you know, really reflects an ability that we've had here from City Hall uh, and myself in particular to bring together uh, Prime Minister Trudeau and Premier Ford and those two governments, which sometimes seem to be at odds with each other, to say the least, uh, to, uh, to, to be together on getting transit built for Toronto.
0: Right. Uh, the, this major announcement, it takes a lot to get three forms of government on board, which obviously uh, you're implying there. What was, you know, was it the election period that helped expedite this agreement?
1: The election period helped, Kelly, in this respect. What you had during the election was a a commitment that I asked for and received from all three of the major parties, if I can call them that, NDP, Liberal, and Conservative, to uh, fund transit in Toronto. So there was no doubt about their uh, willingness to fund. Uh, The thing we had to do is then bring them on side. uh, When I say bring them on side, once the city came on side, because our professional public servants uh, told us that this Ontario Line concept, which is going to serve communities like Thorncliffe Park and Flemington Park much faster, and provide relief to the Young Street subway faster, once our professional public servants said that was a viable concept, then it was possible as well to get the three political parties to say, yes, uh, we will put the federal money towards that project, the Ontario line, which the province has said they're going to build, and they passed a law saying they're going to build it. So I think the election helped, but it really was a year of protracted discussions that, uh, you know, persuaded them not to upload because this really wasn't in the best interest of the city, uh, and to go ahead and build these expansion projects with uh, entirely federal and provincial money and freeing up city money to keep the existing subway system In a state of good repair and pay for other expansion projects.
0: Right. So the premier wants this Ontario line. He's going to have to pay for it. How much?
1: Well, uh, they're saying it's going to cost billions. I mean, I think they're saying right now it's about 10. Uh, and, uh, you know, obviously these things are subject to change. But the real bottom line for city taxpayers is whatever the amount is, it's going to be borne by the provincial and federal governments. Any cost overruns are borne by them. Uh, and we will have the money that we otherwise would have had to commit to that project, the Ontario line, uh, back in our pockets to apply to both a state of good repair of the existing system and uh, future expansion projects like the Scarborough East LRT and the Waterfront Transit.
0: Now, you and the premier, Doug Ford, have had some uh, frosty, interesting times, uh, to say the least. How were you able to, to meet together on this and meet in the middle and agree?
1: Well, I think it started with the both of us uh, on behalf of the two respective governments being willing to sit down. And it's interesting because there was a faction on the city council that said, under no circumstances should you ever go and sit with that government and discuss anything. And I just didn't accept that, nor did the majority of the council. I think that people expect we're going to work together, even when times look difficult, that we're going to work together. And I thank the premier this morning for the fact that he, too, was willing to come to the table. It was a year of negotiations involving the senior officials from the two governments and the TTC, uh, and they came out with an agreement that I. I think is going to be very good uh, for the people of the City of Toronto and so it proves that if you put your mind to it if you put uh, you know past the grievances or disagreements aside and you sit down and try and work something out and you do it involving your expert officials and not maybe so much the politicians uh, that you can get something done that in the end will achieve the objective I think we both have which is to get transit built we need it badly and we need to get on with it uh, this agreement contemplates getting on with it and it contemplates getting on with it on terms that I think are very favorable to the people of the City of Toronto Financially uh, and otherwise.
0: We're speaking with the mayor of Toronto, John Tory. Um, Mr. Tory, when when uh, Doug Ford came out and said that he has decided no, he doesn't need to upload the the subway to the province. I mean, it was shocking for a lot of people to hear that he decided to acquiesce on something that he was so you know dug his heels into for so long. Why was it so important for the city to hold on to the ownership of the subway?
1: Well, I think that if you look at the operation of an integrated transit system where the buses feed the subways and the streetcars feed the subways, and it's all part of a system, and I think we felt first and foremost that if you start taking that system apart and having different owners, uh, this is going to lead to a situation that is, uh, you know, far less than ideal. I think secondly, if you look at the question of keeping it in good repair going forward, uh, when you have an, uh, somebody else owning it, because the contemplation was always that the city would continue to operate it, you have different people operating it and owning it, and that can can lead to a situation just like a, a tenant and a landlord. You know, there can be a dispute between people as to what, when the re- roof needs to be repaired or, you know, whatever. And so, I think we always... And then, I guess, thirdly, there's an argument that's slightly more emotional, but that it is the people of the City of Toronto you know, who have invested in this the, subway, the Bloor line, the young, young Spadina line over the years. And there was no contemplation of for them writing us a huge check if they were going to upload the subway. So I think it's just a matter of fairness that says, look, we built it. We paid for large parts of it over time. We should own it. And so I think the combination of all of that was uh, persuasive enough within the context of a negotiation to uh, convince them that, that really there also wasn't very much to be gained by them uploading it. You know, the, Did it help
0: the, the premiers from the City of Toronto?
1: No, I don't think so in particular. I think Mm. uh, it helped that we took a very firm stand as a council and that I took a very firm stand in these discussions that just said that that upload was not consistent with the council's views or wishes uh, and that that was a very important issue to us and I was very steadfast on that all the way through these discussions as they kept coming back and reporting on various things and uh, in the end they're not uploading it and I think that's good for Toronto.
0: The agreement states the city will retain ownership of the existing subways. Will the province have ownership over the new Ontario line when they build it?
1: Yes, they will. Uh, That is very much like the current Eglinton Crosstown project that's being built right now, the largest transit project in North America. It is being built and paid for by the province, and they will own it. We will operate it. The TTC workers will operate it, but they will own it. And the new expansion projects will follow on that model, which I think has worked quite well. A lot of people supported that back when it was decided to do it that way. So they will own the expansion projects, and importantly, they will pay for them with the federal government. We will not be making a financial contribution to those projects, which, by the way, we will operate. So the TTC... TTC, again, will operate the Scarborough subway. They will operate the Ontario line. TTC personnel will be, you know, on those trains and and in the stations. So uh, that's the way we worked it out. And I think it's consistent with Eglinton, and it's a model that we believe will work well for everybody.
0: Before I let you go, what's the timeline on the Ontario line? Well, the timeline the province has put forward is
1: 2027, uh, which is actually earlier than we'd said the much smaller relief line could be finished. And so there are questions that would allow people to say, well, are we sure we're going to be able to meet that timetable? I would say to you, I'm fairly confident if you allowed a two-year leeway on that, that would take us to 2029. And I'm not saying anybody knows the date for sure, but the province has said 2027. If you said 2029, that would have us get a longer Ontario line, longer than the relief line, serving new communities, taking faster pressure, off the Yonge Street subway at the same date as we said the smaller relief line was going to be built on our timetable. So I look at it as something that is going to uh, produce the transit most importantly it's going to get built rather than having two or three or four more years of arguing and debating but I look at it as something that's going to get us more transit uh, at about the same time as we'd expected to have something uh, lesser than uh, than uh, what the Ontario line uh, promises.
0: Well, John, congratulations on uh, making an agreement with the province as far as the Ontario line is continuing concerned, and uh, don't be a stranger.
1: No, I will, Kelly, anytime. And look, our objective now is to, to get this built, I work with the province and with the federal government. And I've proven that I can work. I worked with Stephen Harper and Kathleen Wynne. Now I'm working with uh, Justin Trudeau and uh, uh, Doug Ford, and who knows what the future will portend. But my job is to sit here as mayor and uh, make sure I can work with these people to get, to get them to help pay for transit and to get it built.
0: All right. Pleasure okay. having you on, John. Okay, Kelly.
1: Thanks a lot. Have Bye-bye. a
0: great day. So it's Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.